The Diamondbacks are playing a lot better lately. That's one thing that is true. Well, there are other things that are true. Um, but I'm not going to go through a list of a bunch of things that are true. It's true that you have found the only podcast in America that is devoted to covering all four major sports of one major market of Phoenix, Arizona, located in Big Sky Country of Billings, Montana. So that, that that's true. It's true that my name is David Murphy, host of this show. But you know, we're we're getting things going, trying to get a good intro flowing. Um, feel free to check out my trailer um, that uh, is out. You can you know any. Uh, any place that you listen to your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever, I'm all over the place. Um, please uh, listen and subscribe as, as you already do. Or if you listen, please subscribe as well. You get that notification. Um, the reason why I ask that is because um, if you subscribe, it actually everywhere but Spotify kind of gives me a, a download or a listen, if you if you will. So there's that um so i like everybody to listen but you can find me anywhere and uh that that's everywhere i am um and also like i said just just trying out some different intros um you know that one uh, i kind of fell on my face there but uh anyway um i appreciate everybody for listening How, how's your day um i also uh wanted to uh let everybody know um that uh things are going good uh for me uh still um and yeah i don't know i'm just kind of blabbering right now but who knows who cares but uh welcome uh that's the only way that i can um as we call in the business uh hit the post you like a that in the, and maybe I'll come up with an intro or a couple of things to, to say more consistently to, as we say in the business, hit the post. But you know how that, it, uh, you know, music just kind of ends on its own. I didn't fade it down. As you notice, I didn't fade it down. I talked the whole two and a half minutes um, of my um, classic intro that everybody's been uh, hearing for the last uh, a couple of months, all thanks to... Fusha Media, uh, Yoda, excuse me, um, still got this cough, but it's kind of going away a little bit, I don't know, um, but uh, it sounds like I'm not prepared for this podcast, and I'll be honest, uh, you know, I, I'm not, but uh, I do know what I want to talk about, like I said, Diamondbacks are on a, on a tear, uh, just swept the the um, uh, the Giants, um, so that's cool. So we're gonna talk about them and um, and then some more Cardinals news, um, mainly uh, revolving around uh, Kyler Murray. If you already heard the news, you know where I'm going with this. But uh, anyway, uh, I already asked, but how, I hope everybody's doing good. Um, I, I, good morning good afternoon good evening um whenever you're listening right now um but I, i've talked for enough in this uh um crazy 
you know, everywhere and nowhere intro. So we're going to get right into it. Um, and uh, um, get in some Diamondbacks. It uh, feels good to uh, have a, a sweep uh, coming up next on uh, Big Sky Sports Talk. All right, welcome back to uh, Big Sky Sports Talk. Um, talking some Diamondbacks here, and uh, it all started um, Monday night. Um, started the uh, uh, sweep uh, seven to nothing on Monday night um, with um, Merrill Kelly on uh, on the mound, and uh, just absolutely dealing. Um, he's ten and five on the season. Um, no runs, of course, uh, scored, uh, for the Giants, all, um, runs scored by the Diamondbacks, uh, they get two in the fifth, um, and then, uh, another three, no, uh, yeah, uh, another three in the sixth, and then, um, two more in the eighth, um, but as far as um, Merrill Kelly, uh, we'll just go ahead and go to him. And uh, he, uh, eight innings pitch, three hits, no earned runs, no walks, seven strikeouts, and a ERA of 3.04. Um, that was followed up by uh, um, uh, Middleton and uh, Ramirez who uh, pitched uh, basically a combined ninth. Uh, Middleton, two-thirds, and then Ramirez, a third. Um, and neither of them gave up any hits or runs or walks. And then Ramirez had uh, a strikeout by himself. So that's pretty much how it went. Um, and Merrill Kelly, as I said, was absolutely, um, absolutely brilliant. Um all uh, sounded uh, for the Diamondbacks, Bally Sports, and for the Cardinals, um, azcardinals.com, and uh, the YouTube page of uh, Arizona Cardinals, um, which is you know still basically azcardinals.com. But here is just some of the um, you know com- comments um, of the post game about Merrill Kelly from Monday night. Just absolutely. Um, filthy. His game, his command has been impeccable. Our Chaz Roberts air conditioning, cool plays of the game. Merrill Kelly just mowing down the Giants here tonight. So, I mean, that was brief. Um, but like I said, eight innings pitch, three hits, zero runs, zero walks, seven strikeouts. Um, and then Carson Kelly, uh, who is averaging um, 422. Um, and then, uh, nine RBIs, uh, his, th- uh, uh, 13 game hit streak hit, it kind of continued. Um, and so here is, uh, some more on Carson Kelly, who's also been great. The, the month of July has, has been for the Kellys. I'll tell you. Situations, you're, you're looking to get a good pitch and, uh, got one, put a good swing on it and, you know, got, got the double there. So. 
pretty pretty good stuff, and um, you know, look forward to continuing on tomorrow. Three multi-hit games in your last five. In your first 42 games, you had four multi-hit games. How much does health play into this for you, Carson? It's just great to see you healthy and smiling and knowing that you're feeling good. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I think it's it's one of those things, and oblique is something that kind of just lingers with you, and, um, you know, I, I'm continue to work hard off the field to uh, to keep my body healthy and um, it's, it's, it's been great to go out there and, and be at full strength and go out there and perform. Hey, hey Carson, Todd and I don't have obliques, so <laughs> I know so, what they are. You know, just, uh, just understand <laughs> that. Give me a second. These stupid ads always in the middle of something and it never fails. Facebook is getting worse about it. Uh, but, um... Anyway, uh, I think that was pretty much it anyway. So never mind. That that was it. Um, but Carson Kelly playing playing great. Um, and then, uh, as I said, July has been for the Kelly. Carson Kelly leads all MLB catchers in OPS this month, while Merrill Kelly leads all pitchers in innings pitched. Um, uh, Carson is a one- Point one four nine OPS and then ERA for Merrill is one point five seven, and that's in the month of uh, July. Um. Uh, there was some uh, uh, the big thing for this whole thing is really kind of been um base running, but a lot of people has been talking about. Um, the comments of Gabe Kapler, the, uh, manager for, um, um, for the Giants. Um, this is, uh, after being swept in LA, uh, Giants manager Gabe Kapler said they would get it right. And that's in quotes, uh, when they got to Arizona. Um, and then, uh, Josh Rojas said his teammates didn't take that well. They responded with their play um, last night, and it uh, continued into uh, tonight. And that was, uh, you know, talking about um, last night, of course, uh, Monday night being the 7 to nothing, and then um, the Giants would lose uh, and Diamondbacks would win 7-3. Uh, to three. Um, I'll get into uh, Josh Rojas' uh, comments uh, here in a second. Um. But uh, Dimebacks in the second uh, would score two runs, uh, homer by Alcantara, um, and uh, then uh, Giants, they would answer back and tie it up um, in the third. And then the, the bottom of the third, um, Christian Walker would homer and uh, um, make it uh, two to five. And then in the sixth, um, Brandon Belt uh, gets a double and makes it uh, three to five in the eighth. Uh, Peralta uh, tripled and uh, um, making it uh, three to six. And then also in the eighth, um, Ketel Marte doubled and Peralta would score, making it three to seven. Um, as far as. Um, Pitching goes, uh, Tyler Gilbert, he was on the mound. Uh, they yanked him after four. Um, they didn't let him go beyond that. 
Um, he pitched uh, four innings, four hits, two earned runs, one walk, two strikeouts. And then Luke Weaver would come in for an inning. He had one hit, one earned run, one walk, and three strikeouts. Um, Nelson also for an inning, one hit, um, and two strikeouts. Ian Kennedy for uh, one and two-thirds. Um, no hits, no earned runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Um, and then Mantiply, who's been fantastic, uh, cleans up that uh, that bottom of that inning with a uh, one hit, uh, no earned runs, no walks, no strikeouts. And then Mark Melanson finally does does something, gets the save, um, pitches the ninth, uh, no hits, no earned runs, no walks, and two strikeouts. So. Um, that's, uh, been great. The other thing that's been key is base running. The a very, very aggressive base running, um, has caused some errors for the, uh, Giants. Um, and, uh, uh, just, just playing well, playing good, uh, solid baseball are these Diamondbacks. And whether you think it's, you know, uh, Gabe Kapler to think, I don't know. But I'll thank him anyway. Um, but here's Josh Rojas' uh, comments on Gabe Kapler. Comments made by uh, by Gabe, you know, coming in, you know, finishing that L.A. series. Um, you know, a lot of guys didn't take that well. Me personally, I didn't like that very much. Um, so, you know, get that leadoff hit right there. I was just trying to put on as much pressure as I could, you know, early, set the tone, and, you know, put it on these guys. We were also talking about just your uniform. It, to me, that's an emblem of everything. When you leave a game and you're covered from head to toe, front and back, you may have had a rip somewhere on your on your pants. That says everything, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, I love it. I love uh, I love this game for that reason. You know, playing in the dirt, getting all dirty. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sure my mom's excited. You know, that she's not doing the laundry anymore. But uh, yeah, you know, that's that's a sign of a you know a fun game. You know, you you when you get back in the clubhouse, you want to be a little bit dirty. All right, there's there's uh, Josh Rojas, a West Side guy um, yeah, from Arizona, um, and then of course this is the uh, uh, last out for Mark Melanson, um, as it uh, as it sounded um, for the uh, second win um, uh, would be the series win, second win. Right, this would be actually um, yeah, second win in a row. And, and also for the series. So here it is, the last out. Back up their second consecutive series win to begin the second half of the year. The 0-2. Playing and a miss. Diamondbacks win it 7-3. They are 4-1 since the All-Star break. They've won five of their last six overall. And you love the way they won the ball game last night and then come back tonight and do it a completely different way with the long ball. Beautiful thing. Can lock up their... There is uh, um, the last out and uh, um, getting a lot of home runs to uh, win this game. A lot of triples and doubles, and uh, that's what they were referring to. Um, and then uh, Christian Walker also had some comments about uh, Gabe Kapler uh, on the post game. Uh, Josh Rojas was in the uh, dugout, and then this is the post game for um, uh, Bally Sports and Christian Walker giving his thoughts. 
Being swept in Dodger Stadium four games, their manager came out and said that they plan on getting right in Arizona. That didn't happen, did it? No, no, we, uh, we're aware of what was said, for sure. Um, you know, that's part of the chip that's on our shoulder right now, playing with an edge. Um, you know, you, uh, you rattle the cage and, um, you know, something, something's going to happen. And, uh, you know, the boys are responding exactly how we want to. So that, that's huge. Um, you know, and, and from what I understand of that Gabe Kepler um, comment, it wasn't really, oh, the Diamondbacks suck and we're going to get right there, at least. From what I understand, that's not what his purpose. I can't find it. Um, I have. I did hear about it myself. Um, and uh, um, so I, you know, um, I don't know. Um, but I, I did. Uh, you know, I heard about it, and then um, I couldn't find the audio. Um, I was listening to another podcast, and he heard the same thing. He couldn't find it, so I guess it was quickly removed. Um, but uh, so I don't know whether that tells you whether or not uh, he was lying. Said, "Hey, the Diamondbacks suck. We're going to get right there." Um, I think you know more personally that it was more about um, you know themselves, the 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 Giants themselves, not not you know more about the Giants and less about the Diamondbacks that they just got swept um, from the Dodgers and they played terrible in that series. And they're like, all right, we got it. We could do need to do what we can to get right. We got to stop this now. And, you know, Dimebacks just happened to be the next opponent, but the Dimebacks took it very, very seriously. And, uh, you know, they would go ahead and, and uh, get, get the sweep. Um, so Wednesday night, five, three, um, another, um, Another Mark Melanson save, in fact, and I'll play that here in a second. But uh, anyway, uh, Ramirez with the win, um, and then uh, Mark Melanson with the save. Uh, Marte would homer to right in the first, uh, giving the uh, Diamondbacks the lead, one nothing. And then in the uh, fourth, uh, the Giants would uh, get two runs. Um, bottom of the fourth, um, Prata um, gets that going and ties it up with a double. Um, it's two to two in the bottom of the seventh. Um, uh, see, uh, two, um, no, three more runs would be scored, um, and uh, then in the eighth, um, Brandon Belt would uh, get a single and uh, Slater scores, uh, making it three to five. Um, and then as far as the pitching, it was uh, Zach Gallen on the mound. He's been masterful the, uh, this whole uh, um, season. Him and, and Merrill Kelly have been great. Um, five innings pitched, three hits, one earned run, one walk, uh, five strikeouts, a 3.24 ERA, um, Caleb Smith would play one and a th- uh, pitch one and a third, one hit, um, one walk, and one strikeout. Uh, Ramirez uh, also one and a third, um, one hit, one earned run, and then uh, Mantiply uh, would clean up uh, that uh, third inning, um, and uh, um, would have uh, 
one hit, no one runs, no walks, no strikeouts. And then Mark Melanson with the uh, save in the ninth inning, one inning pitch, one hit, um, no one runs, one walk, and one strikeout, a uh, 4.67 ERA. Um, so here's what uh, the uh, sweep uh, sounded like after Mark Melanson would uh, get the save on Wednesday night. So back-to-back saves for Mark Melanson. Yes, he went. Mr. Seha rings up with Stella. And the Diamondbacks have swept the Giants here at Chase Field for the first time since August of 2017. They have gone 5-1 and one since the All-Star break. They've won six of their last seven. So there's that. Um, and uh, Diamondbacks been playing uh, pretty pretty good. Um, up next, or well, I got one more thing, um, and uh, for Diamondbacks news, and then, uh, but we'll take a break. I just think we got guys who fight, you know. Uh, we're all competitive, and, you know, we want to win here. So, you know, whatever that looks like, whether it's, you know, Merrill last night or, you know, anyone on the mound, and just, you know, trying to get put together good at-bats and, you know, just, just compete, like I said. Uh, you know, it can be in the form of, of defense, base running, pitching, whatever, you know. So we're we're a scrappy team, and, you know, just trying to scratch and claw and get Ws. That was uh, Jake McCarthy um, on the post game talking about the Diamondbacks' success after the All-Star break um, that would be uh, um, six of their last seven, um, winning six of their last seven after the break. Uh, the only game lost was the last game against uh, Washington. Otherwise, um, you know, it would have been uh, seven um, anyway. And then for the Giants, um, it would be uh, two sweeps in a row for them. Um and uh, so uh, a lot of things going for the Giants, uh, some things not going well for the um, – or a lot of things going well for the Diamondbacks, not going well for the Giants. Um, and then the, that's the first sweep of the Giants since 2017, as you heard um, um, Bob Brinley and um, uh, the guys talk about um, – that uh the only other um piece of news uh diamondbacks related and uh kind of sorry for the uh um break there was receiving a call and i guarantee you the call did not want to be on the show i've I've thought about doing that if people call me hey welcome welcome to big sky uh, sports um this david um you're on the air um but the call i received did not want to be like that. So anyway, um, last piece of news, Diamondbacks news. Uh, Drew Jones uh, injures his shoulder and uh, could miss the rest of the uh, season. Um, here, uh, kind of read it. There's nothing I'm going to play, but uh, this is courtesy of uh, Arizona Sports. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks outfielder Drew Jones, the second pick of the 2022 MLB draft, has uh, has suffered a shoulder injury that could force him to miss the rest of this season, according to um, uh, The Athletic. Um, let's see. 
and the injury was one uh, that occurred during Jones's first batting practice session with the uh, with Arizona that has not been determined yet if Jones will have surgery. Um, Diamondbacks farm director Josh Barnfield told um, um, the Athletic, "It seems like he will be out for a little while, but it's something that." Uh, is not going to be significantly impact his career. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so just kind of on, um, you know, that batting practice session, he hurt his shoulder. So, um, but that that's everything Diamondbacks uh, related. Um, I don't think I have anything else that... Um, I want to get into as far as them, but they're playing good, playing a lot better. Um, so up next, some Arizona Cardinals, a lot, a lot of Arizona Cardinal, Cardinals news. Um, and uh, that, that'll be it for the show. Um, so we'll, we'll be back after this break. Welcome back to uh, Big Sky Sports Talk. Um, getting to some Cardinals news and, and uh, most of everything that I is uh, I'm going to be playing and uh, talking about is is uh, just that. Of course, they're not playing any games. Their training camp has started, but no games have been uh, being played at this uh, time. Um, but first off, we're going to get into something kind of uh, kind of serious. Um, Arizona Cardinals receiver Marquise Brown was placed on the active non-football injury list with a hamstring issue on Tuesday. Um, it's uh, which is also the same day uh, all players reported for camp. It is unknown how serious his injury or how he was hurt. Brown was on the team's was one of the big uh, was the team's big off-season acquisition. A, um, a friend and college teammate of quarterback Kyler Murray, who was expected to take on a larger role with Arizona being uh, 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 being without the lead receiver DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games of the regular season due to PED suspension. Um, Brown status could uh, see him con- um, still see him contribute in that way as he'll be able to return once healthy. Um, so not much on, uh, that, the, um, it was kind of interesting. So, um, and I, I don't have the sound readily available. Um, but, uh, Cliff Kingsbury has, has his press conference after, um, day one of the, um, day one of the, uh, training camp. And they had, you know, the the run test and, you know, some physicals and stuff like that. Usually day one, that's what it is. Not a whole lot of practice. He has his press conference and was asked, uh, you know, did everybody show up? And he said they did. They all showed up for a run test. And then you have this uh, news after the press conference break about Marquise Brown. So, uh, I don't know if he just, you know, forgot or spaced it out. I have no idea. But he said everybody was there and everybody did the test. Um, 
and then and you know the the with it coming out being a non uh football um hamstring injury means that he injured it not with the cardinals it you know wasn't during the run test um it was on his own so uh whether he was uh you know doing something that violates the contract you know at that point it wasn't clear it comes from find out that it was he was uh running routes on his own probably um with kyler you know just on a on an off day or something like that before camp so actually technically during the off season um so that's why he goes on the non um football injury list um for that reason so um i don't know uh, it's kind of interesting you know i don't know why cliff wouldn't just say yeah oh yeah he you know he was injured and this is what happened you wait till a report comes out to kind of really figure it out like it'd be one thing if they're about to play the chiefs you know coming up or even if it was like the last preseason game that you want to kind of keep that to the vest but it's it's you know early or not early it was late july you know why you know why be so um you know covering everything up like that doesn't make much sense but anyway um moving on um there was a uh report um about the um interesting addendum the clause for um for Kyler Murray and uh you know about having to um study at least um you know uh 4 hours for each game week um or his um guaranteed money would be um uh, you know, would would be impacted. Um, and I really didn't talk about it a whole lot, but um, that has since uh, been removed. Um, and uh, here is a statement on uh, said removal. Um says, Kyler Murray's independent study clause is gone. The Cardinals released the following statement per Ian Rappaport. After seeing the distraction it created, we removed the addendum from the contract. It was clearly perceived in ways that were never intended. Our um, confident... Well, our, let's see. We are confident in Kyler Murray and, and is high in... Our confidence in Kyler Murray is as high as it ever been as it has ever been. Sorry, I can't read, and nothing de- uh, demonstrates our belief in his ability to to lead the team to more uh, than the uh, uh, commitment reflected in his contract. So that uh, independent study clause has been uh, since removed. Um, so there, there's that. I do have a couple things I want to play. Um, I had a hard time finding it, but, um, you know, someone else talked about it. So, um, this sound is courtesy of, uh, Doug Franz unplugged and I'm going to go ahead and play, um, in rap report, how he came across it. And then I have, um, Kyler Murray's, uh, he had a press conference talking about it as well. 
So that I'm going to get that going here in a second. So this is courtesy of Doug Franz Unplugged, a uh, podcast that I listen to. Um, and uh, Doug, Doug kind of uh, gives us lots of a couple of different things, but also plays what I want uh, everybody to hear, and that's from Ian Rappaport. So here is Doug Franz Unplugged, courtesy to him. Addendum in his contract that forces him to watch four hours of film per week away from the facility at some point while he's at home. He's got to do that. And it specifically says rolling the video while you're watching TV, surfing the net, or playing video games does not count. Well, let me play you this from Ian Rappaport first from the Around the NFL podcast. It was an interesting conversation where he just came out and said how he found this contract clause. And he had asked one of his agent friends to send it over for a specific reason, not to try to show up Michael Bidwill or Kyler. He knows about Kyler's love of baseball, and he wanted to see, since that question really didn't get answered very well, Rappaport wanted to see what the clause said for baseball. So imagine, think about how funny this is. Not that they would have known, so I'm not looking at it in hindsight. But during the press conference, Bobby Mack asked the question, does this put the squash or the kibosh, something like that, on baseball? Kyler said what and kind of acted like he didn't hear him. And then Steve made a joke and said, have you seen the A's payroll? This is more than their payroll. I think baseball is done or dead or something like that. I don't remember what he said. But they didn't really specifically answer. Now, I guess you could say, yeah, Kime did looking back at it because the contract says he can't even work out with a team. Like Russell Wilson actually went to Rangers training camp one time, uh, spring training one time, just to screw around for a day. Kyler can't even do that without risking losing all of his guarantees. But they never directly said anything that was newsworthy and said, listen, there's an addendum to the contract. He can no longer participate in baseball without possibly forfeiting guaranteed money. Okay? If they would have said that, I bet Ian Rappaport doesn't go looking for it. How interesting is this, that this is the prelude to everything that's happened over the last couple days? This was sort of really as simple as I knew there was a baseball clause in Kyler Murray's contract. So as soon as he signs it, it gets put into the NFLPA database and the NFL database. So if you have the right sources, and honestly, it's not that hard, you can get it. So you say, hey, Kyler's signed contract. Let me get a copy of it. And you could take a look at it. And I wanted to see the baseball clause because there is one is guaranteed money voids if he plays organized baseball for any team. Okay, so that's what I was looking Hmm. for. And then I saw Hmm. this other thing. And I'm like, I had to call, and I actually called Agent Eric Burkhardt, who did the deal you sort of for Kyler Murray to make sure this was right. An independent study clause, which essentially guarantees that he studies four hours a week by himself at home or whatever, studying the tablet, which you know teams can track, to make sure that he's doing his homework. And if he doesn't, his guaranteed money voids. And it is true. It is real. He agreed to it. It was important to owner Michael Bidwell that if they made the commitment to him monetarily, he also on paper makes the commitment to them. Um, It's just, I've never seen it before. I just haven't. 
Okay, so here is the one thing that I find entertaining, just so you know. So that's uh, that's courtesy Doug Franz Unplug. Um, and uh, here is, and I'm going to try to get it uh, pulled up, but, uh, you know, it is it is very um, interesting that, uh, um, you know, that that would be in there. And that, you know, it wasn't really, you know, um, it wasn't really, uh, you know, Steve Kime or anybody. It was Michael Bidwill that, uh, you know, wanted it. But uh, I'm going to try to get, let me go to azcardinals.com and get that going. Um, But I I thought that was very interesting. I really did. Um, That... uh, you know, he wanted it in there, and it kind of makes sense. Um, you know, no one really questioned, you know, his work ethic. I mean, there was a reports that he did, but the the owner apparently thought that it was important enough to um, to have in there. Um, give me a second. I'll get this pulled up because I really want to play, um, you know, the Kyler Murray uh, press conference. It only makes sense to, to do it. So let me get it. Um, here it is. I'm going to get that going. Um, but, uh, while it's, uh, loading, we'll go ahead and, and get it going. Um, but anyway, I thought that was very interesting. So if Kyler wants to blame anybody, it's not the media. Um, you know, he can blame his agent, really. Um, I don't know if his agent put that in there and Kyler didn't really, you know, read over it. He just trusted his agent. You know, it's like one of those things, I'll read all fine print before you sign something. Well, everybody knows that doesn't really always happen. So you're, just, you're trusting someone that you're paying to, you know, get this going and, and you just sign it. Um, and so it's possible that Kyler didn't even know that it was in there. Um, and maybe he did. And if he did, he signed it. So he agreed to it. So I don't know, you know, uh, you know, it's like, what's the big deal. And then the other thing is that, you know, um, uh, I don't know how the Cardinals, how, um, how, um, Michael Bidwell didn't think this would get out, especially, you know, you have that. Ian Rappaport reporting that it is very easy and it does go through the league and, every, you know, it is rather attainable, you know. So, um, big mistake by Michael Bidwell. But here is Kyler Murray in his opening statement and everything to do with, you know, with that clause. Hope you all have been great. Hope you all have had a great offseason. Um, you know, I'm excited for the season. Can't wait for the season to start. Um, it's been an eventful offseason for me, I'm sure for y'all too. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited what this team's capable of. Um, you know, I think we got a lot of great team, uh, a lot of great players. Um, you know, the 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 continuity, um, the maturity, the leadership of this team. Um, it's probably you know since I've been here, it's probably the best that I feel like. You know, as far as the team goes, I feel like it's the best. You know. Um, of all that that we've had, you know, uh, guys are gelling together. Uh, practice so far, two days in, it's been good. Um, but today, 
I'm starting off, I'm talking today because, um, you know, I feel uh, it's necessary, you know, um, with what's going on as far as regarding me and, and the things that are being said about me. Um, it's, it's almost, you know, to think that I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career um, and not be a student of the game and not, um, not, not have that passion and not, not take this serious is, is almost, it's disrespectful. And it's it's almost it's it's almost a joke, you know. Um, it's to me, it's um, I'm flattered, you know. I'm, I'm honestly flattered that y'all think that at my size I can go out there and not prepare for the game and not um, you know, not take it serious. It's it's it's, it's disrespectful. I feel like to my peers, to all the to all the the great athletes and great players that are in this league, um, this game's too hard uh, to to play the position that I play in this league. Um, it's, it's, it's too hard. And, and I don't do this often. I don't talk about myself, but today I feel like I have to. And so I'm going to list the accolades. You know, to go 43-0 in high school in Texas, um, some are going to say, oh, it's high school. That's cool, but nobody else has done it. Um, go to college, win the Heisman, um, get drafted number one overall to the NFL, get drafted number nine overall to the MLB. Again, no one's ever done it. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year, two-time Pro Bowler, um, and you know, I'm not, I'm not six seven, two two thirty. I don't throw the ball 85 yards. Um, I'm, I'm already behind the eight ball, uh, and I can't, you know, I can't afford to take any shortcuts. No pun intended. But you know, those are those, those things you can't accomplish if you don't take the game serious, if you don't prepare the right way. And you know, it, it's like I said, it's, it's laughable. Um, but to the, to the film side of things. Um, there's multiple different ways to, to you know, to watch film. Um, there's many different ways to process the game. There's many different ways quarterbacks learn the game and break the game down. Uh, of course, I watch film by myself. That's that's a given. That doesn't even need to be said. Um, but I do enjoy and love the process of watching the game with my guys, the quarterbacks, my coaches. Um, you know, that's and I think you can ask any quarterback around the league. You know, the camaraderie in that room, um, the the passion that goes into it. Every man in that room has a job. Every man contributes in, in, you know, in, in different ways. And like I said, I think every player that has played the game, no matter the position, understands what I'm saying right now as far as uh, everybody in you know, your perspective or your, your room uh, having a job and contributing. You know? uh, so again, reiterate that you know, there's multiple different ways to watch film. And you know, of course, we all watch film. Let's not. Um, that doesn't need to be questioned, um, but it's again. I, you know, I I refuse to to let my work ethic, my preparation, be um, being questioned. You know, I've put an incomprehensible amount of uh, time and, and blood, sweat, tears, and work into what I do, uh, whether whether it's football or baseball. You know, people can't even comprehend the amount of time that it takes to to do two sports at a high level in college. You know, let alone do it. You know, be the first person to do it ever at, at my size. It's like I said, this is. Um, it's funny, but I, you know, to, to those of you out there that believe that I'd be standing here today in front of y'all without having a work ethic and without preparing, I'm, I'm honored that you think that, but um, it, it doesn't exist. It's not, it's not possible. It's not possible. So um, that's all I have on that. If y'all want to talk about football or um, anything else. So um, great opening statement. I'm going to play the whole conference. Um, you know, you can tell that he, you know, he kind of, watching it is better than listening. Um, 
and you can kind of tell that you know he's he's just really flabbergasted like i you know he doesn't you know know what to say it shows some leadership that he took you know to say this in fact this was said before the addendum was removed the addendum was removed shortly after um and i my best guess is that um michael bidwell's like oh man um it's distracting as he said in the statement you know and and let's just go ahead and remove it maybe i was wrong in requesting to have it in there in the first place and and it sure seems like it because you know this is not normally something that everybody would be focused on in training camp everybody would be you know wanting to know how things are going if they're you know at practice they kind of know but they can only report on certain things and so you know it just it's not it's not where anyone would want to talk about and and though it's great that Michael came out with the statement and the Cardinals released a statement of you know that they did and removed it I really like to have seen them make the same you know move in front of the media because the media is not really generating anything that it you know hasn't been said or put out there they're not you know coming out this in thin air, you know, it's, it's coming out somewhere. So, um, Kyler felt like it was disrespectful for, uh, it to get out and, you know, very well is. And, um, but it's not like, you know, the, you know, in Rappaport is, di- you know, doing, doing his job. Um, and, you know, if, like I said, if Kyler wants to be mad, he should be mad, you know, at, at Eric Burkhart for putting it in there his owner for wanting it there um and and so it has to be you know some you know since they were concerned and wanted it in there it has you know some of it has to be true so there's there's definitely some miss going on you know the validity of of it you know um you know Steve Kime well, there's not a report that Steve Kime wanted in there or Cliff or anybody else it was the owner so you know um you know, uh, Cliff was questioned about it, and I, I again I don't have that readily available, but was asked about does he you know view, and he said he does to a certain extent. He trusts that everybody does their job, you know, they're professionals and whatnot. Um, Steve, you know, somewhat said the same thing, and um, so the person that's the you know the, that's questioning the most is Michael Bidwill. Um, as, as so it appears. And, and I think what it is, is he had a great relationship with Carson Palmer and, and, um, and Kurt Warner and their leadership was, you know, second to none. And I wonder if they're feeling like, all right, those guys did this and I knew about it. You know, they, you know, we talked about it. I seen it and I haven't seen Kyler. So, there, there, there's definitely you know some question there, but anyway, here, here's the rest of the, the, the conference. Um, like I said, if you want to talk about football, we can talk about football. <laughs> Anybody got any football questions? Cliff was saying how you and, and him are so much further ahead than you were four years ago. Yeah. That you have a better relationship, a deeper relationship when it comes to football. Do you feel that same way? I believe so. I believe so. You know, just, I mean, the, the conversations, the, um, 
you know, the relationship's definitely grown, but you can definitely tell by the vibe and just, you know, the way the way we've been able to connect off the field. Um, you know, it's 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 only it's it's only going to help us in the long run. You know, the closer we are, because I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we're connected at every level. You know, so um, you know, the closer we are, the more we see things eye to eye. It's it's only going to take us uh, further. He said you're more willing to say I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you you know when you get you know uh, <laughs> the confidence and and um, you know the the let's say the, the faith of the you know Michael, Steve, and of course Cliff. Um, you know, at this point in my career, there's no holding back. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's just the way we're looking at it as far as um, enough's enough, as far as, you know, uh, maybe holding your tongue back in the day. I wouldn't have said this or I wouldn't have said this at this point. Um, everybody knows who I am, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't like to uh, walk around here holding things in. So um, if, if there's anything that you don't like route-wise, concept-wise, or any of that, like, I mean, you just, there's there's no, it's you know, let it out, you know what I'm saying? So um, it, it's we're in a good place for sure. He's known you since you were 15 and yeah. believed in you since then. And, you know, when, when you got this deal, he was like, he said it was emotional for him because it was, he was so happy for you and your family because he knows how hard you've worked to get to this point. What's it like to have someone like that that's, you know, had your back since day one and, and has believed in you so much? Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to say, like, you know, a lot of people have had my, have had my back, but I can honestly say that man is like, um, he's been overly, like, you know, since the jump, since since I was in high school, you know, he was um, always, always showed love, you know, always. Um, again, you know, when I was in high school, he was like the swaggy coach that like wore the, you know, wore the Ray-Bans on the sideline, called the called the great offensive plays and, you know, had the hair slick, all that. So it was like, you know, he was the cool guy, um, you know, to, but to receive the love that, you know, he showed me and my family. And then when I went to OU and still obviously competing against him to still, you know, reach out to my pops and like, you know what I'm saying? Um, just be there. It was, uh, you know, it's, it's always, it's always been great to. Um, you know, I've always appreciated that. Is there a part of you that wants to prove him right? Of course, of course. And I know, I, I mean, just like I get, you know, kind of, you talked about, he he gets to say, you know, he gets it too. So um, there's both that, you know, that 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 chip on the shoulder. Um, you know that that you know we we obviously want to prove everybody wrong and, and prove ourselves right. So you can play quarterback, and criticism comes with that. Of course, of course, yeah. And I'm sure you've been criticized throughout trust me <laughs> no this ain't different this is not different um I just felt you know it's it was important to almost like I can't believe that people really think that I could do this without being prepared it's like I said it's a joke it's like it's laughable but um you know they run with the narrative and they got to do what they got to do but it is what it is it's all good all he knew was that you were happy the yeah. That you were happy. Is that a fair characterization? Where you are right? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, when you see, you know, you go from this to seeing everything, you know, about you in, in a negative light. Um, I mean, yeah, I think I think any player, um, you know, as far as one of the greatest moments in, you know, one's life or one's professional career to go to that to. Oh, you're being talked about. Like yeah, I mean, of course. I think any player would, you know, feel a certain way about it. But at the end of the day, you say what you say. I feel good about, you know, I, I'm gonna say what I say all the time. You know, I'm gonna say how I feel, and it is what it is. So, um, I understand media, and I understand how it works. Um, but that's why I'm here today, and I'm telling you what it is. Do you regret um, how it was characterized with the quote to the New York Times? Not at all. Not at all. Like I said, there's multiple different ways to learn, um, learn and watch the game, and and and. Um, like I said, there's, there's, 
besides the, the, the multiple ways, um, I think it doesn't even pertain to football. I think a lot of people learn at different, you know, speeds, and um, you, you see it in schools and everywhere. I mean, it's there's no different when it comes to football. Some people might need to watch 30 hours, uh, and some people, you know, it's just it depends. So, would somebody get you that shirt, or is that your own? This is my shirt. Kyler, was it a shock to you to see the reaction the last couple of days? Um, no, you know, no, not at all. This is assertive as I think we've seen you in four years, you know, coming in here like this with that. Is, is this, I don't know if it was the, the contract or anything like that, but do you feel the need to be more assertive, like not just with your teammates but with the media? I mean, is this kind of a new Kyler? If this would have happened three years ago, I would have done the same thing. Um, no. Were you offended when they? I just told you it was laughable about about the you know as far as uh, me not watching film like. What? what? <laughs> Did you put back on it? I'm not. I mean, I'm not answering any questions about that. I'm not. I'm not doing it. So. Got a football question though about it. How is that? How will that impact your preparation moving forward, or will it impact it at all? No, 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 no. We, we, no, we put in hours and hours of work. This is not, like I said, I'm living out a childhood dream of mine um, that yeah, I don't take for granted. I've told y'all many times I don't take it for granted. I never will take it for granted because you never know when your last play is going to be. You never, you never know. You know, tomorrow could be my last play. I, you never know. So um, for you, for people to think that I come out here and disrespect the game in that way, I feel like it would have been caught up with me. I feel like I wouldn't have even made it this far if I really, you know, didn't prepare and watch film like that. So um, with the progressions that we've made in three years, um, and I think everybody in here sitting in here understands that, um, I, I don't even think that would be possible either. So, All right, so there you have it. There, There is, um, you know, Kyler Murray on, uh, you know, that contract on the addendum. You know, it, uh, he answered some as he said, football questions, but the one that kind of stuck out to me it was Bob McManaman at the end there. He said, um, you know, uh, asking him about the New York Times report, and it was something that was uh, last year, and I don't know if I uh, spoke about it on this show, but it was basically, you know, a comment that Kyler Murray said in, re in response to the report saying that he doesn't, you know, that he doesn't, you know, study film and, and he he said he what he's was saying is that he he does study film, but you know uh, a lot of what he sees in the game is you know is anticipation and reactionary, um, and so therefore he doesn't really need to study it as much um, as everybody else. And then of course he answered there um, that everybody does it different, um, and you know that the fact that there's not. Um, you know, any study is laughable. And, and so <clears throat> I don't know whether to, you know, call bull crap on it or not. Um, you know, obviously I think, you know, and I do agree that he, you know, he can't, you know, that, that, that it's not nothing. And I don't think that's what anybody is saying. I think what it is, is that, you know, um, maybe it's not enough. Um, so, but you know, anyway, there, there's that. I don't have a whole heck of a lot to say on, on that. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully, 
you know, all's well that ends well. Um, we see a better Kyler um, than we have ever before. Um, and you, you would hope that it's not, you know, money that's making him better, that he was going to be better regardless. Um, and then a lot of this will just be, um, you know, as they say, is what it is. So um, that's pretty much the show. I appreciate everybody, as always, for listening. Um, as I said in the intro, the long, ridiculous, everywhere and nowhere intro, um, please uh, subscribe. Um, you know, if you listen on Apple, subscribe on Apple, Google, if you, you know, Audible, a- Amazon, um, you know, anywhere you listen, uh, if you don't mind, hit that subscribe. And, and uh, um, even though... You know, there. I know I have some friends and family that you know don't listen or or don't like the show. Um, and if you have people that you know maybe don't like sports, listen the first you know five or so minutes of my you know intro and and you know I like to try to do that, get to know everybody. Um, you know, like a friend, you know, talking. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's you know kind of personable so if you want to listen to that hear how things are going in my life um before i get into the sports stuff that'd be great you know i always time stamp it i say this all the time i time stamp it every time um unless it's just one topic and i don't really have much of an intro then i just kind of let it all bleed together um but um if nothing else you know subscribe you know and just help me out that way even if you have a a pile of nothing but you know subscribed episodes that you're never going to listen to um apparently uh you know hard about some analytics that you know even subscribing is is helpful um you know as far as data and other different things um so i i appreciate that so um if you listen through spotify um or you know spotify is your thing um i think you can subscribe but it doesn't work the same way as uh, others as far as giving me credit um so um there's that uh big sky sports talk um at big sky sports talk at gmail.com um at big sky sports talk on facebook um instagram and then uh, of course my personal handles um you know uh I think some of them still, I have to change them. David and Mobile, um, I think on Instagram, it's David R. Murphy. Um, and then David Ryan Murphy on Facebook. However you want to contact me about anything, any questions, comments, concerns, I appreciate it. And I thank you for, um, you know, for your support and listening, sharing, and talking about it with your friends and family. And uh, so until next time, this has been uh, Big Sky Sports Talk.